Welcome to Manifesting on a Loop. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Manifesting on a Loop, a skeptic-friendly podcast. And today we have um, an episode that I'm really excited about. I know that I say this on every single episode, but I'm sorry. I mean, I guess that it's because every single time that I come on here, I talk about things that matter to me very much. And I really hope that with what I'm doing, I'm serving someone. I'm helping someone. And if that's you, please go ahead and let me know on Instagram because that, you know, that changes everything for me. That puts everything into perspective. So please, if listening to this podcast helps you in some way or has ever helped you in some way, please let me know. Today, we are going to discuss something that is called perspective and an abundance mindset and reframing failures, which is something that we've already discussed a little bit. We have all been brought up with a scarcity mindset, and that's not even in question. Since we're children, we grow in an environment of competition, and it is actually encouraged. If you think about it, when we were at school, I think most of us went to schools where in class, you always wanted to be the best at something because you wanted, you know, a little star next to your name or whatever. I remember that in my school, there were stickers with little stars on them. And you like your goal was to get as many stars as possible. And that can be motivational in some aspects. But encouraging kids to be the best in their class isn't necessarily productive for the world. Because when you think about it, if you want to be the best in class, that implies that you have to be better than others which implies that you want others to fail. And that is a scarcity mindset. This is just an example, but there are many more examples like this one. Subconsciously, we are wired that way. We've been programmed that way. And the truth is that we don't see the world as it is. None of us see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. If we've been educated on scarcity, what we see is scarcity everywhere we look. We see everything that is wrong with the world. We see, you know, just turn on the news and you're going to get a hurricane of bad news everywhere. Like there's literally nothing good on the news. It's just wars and misery and sadness everywhere. And you are paying attention to all of that, to all that is wrong with the world. It's not your fault, though. It's the way we've been domesticated, as Don Miguel Ruiz explains in the book, The Four Agreements. This book helped change my perspective so much, and I highly recommend you to read it. He explains how, as children, we are, quote-unquote, domesticated into believing a whole reality, or what he calls a dream, you know, that is just one interpretation of the world. He says... The humans who live before us teach us how to dream the way society dreams. He uses the verb dream to dream to refer to how we interpret the world. So what he means is that the humans who live before us teach us how to interpret the world the way society interprets it. When we're children, we absorb all the information 
we are given as the truth. And so we agree to this interpretation of the world unconsciously, but we agree to it. What Don Miguel Ruiz tells us is that now as adults, we can choose not to agree to that interpretation and make our own agreements, what he calls agreements. So if you are constantly looking at the world in a negative light with a scarcity mindset, I'm sorry, but that is your choice. And I'm not saying it is a bad thing because I was that person for so long until literally one year ago. I had no idea of any of this. I had never thought about this. So I I had a scarcity mindset. The good news is that if scarcity is a choice, then so is abundance. Abundance is a choice. It is a mindset. And with abundance, I don't mean financial abundance, okay? You can be the richest person in the world and have a scarcity mindset. Some rich people are greedy because even though they materially have a lot, they see from a perspective of lack. They're always wanting more. And that comes from fear. Fear of never having enough, of not being worthy enough, of losing it all one day. And then there are people who don't have much, but choose to live in abundance. And that's why you see a lot of people, poor people, who are so generous and give so much of the little they have. Of course, though, I do want to say something. Let's decriminalize rich people, okay? There are also very generous wealthy people and very greedy poor people. Generosity and greediness have nothing to do with what you have. It has to do with who you are. So if you are a greedy person and you're poor and tomorrow you're suddenly rich, you're still going to be greedy, okay? And vice versa. So I feel like there are two different voices in our heads that we can choose to listen to. We can choose our mindset. We have the ego, which is the voice of fear, the victim voice that comes from a scarcity mindset. And then we have the voice of the highest self, which is the voice of love. And it comes from an abundance mindset. Like we've been talking about, we've been taught to listen to our voice of fear. We live in a world of comparison, envy, considering ourselves superior or inferior to others. So that is our autopilot, because that's what we've been seeing all around us since we were born. We've been taught to focus on the outside, on others, to look for our well-being outside of us. Our happiness then depends on being successful in the eyes of other people, which very probably implies being better than others, like the example of, you know, being the best one in class or whatever. We're always focusing on the negative, on what's missing in our lives, on what we are not. The ego, that voice inside of each and every one of us that comes from fear, the victim voice needs to be satisfied. The ego needs to be satisfied by proving to others that you're good enough, which means that when you are not apparently better than others or when you're not successful in comparison with other people that society deems successful, the ego isn't satisfied and your brain starts firing negative thoughts of not being enough, of not having enough. 
of hating on this or that person for having what we don't have. But, like I said, abundance is a choice. Change your perspective and look at the situation from your highest self shoes from a perspective of abundance. This is what Roxy Nafusi refers to as turning envy into inspiration. That's going from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. That's going from the voice of your ego to the voice of your highest self. Turning envy into inspiration. Looking at somebody that has achieved something that you really want and not see that, you know, not see her success as your failure. No, actually, if she can do it, so can I. Or what can I learn from this person? What can I learn from her journey, her experience? We can train our minds into abundance. Let's train our minds to see the opportunities in every situation. That's an abundance mindset. There is abundance everywhere. There are opportunities everywhere if that's what you choose to look for. In the book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success that I love, uh, Deepak Chopra explains that all problems contain the seeds of opportunity and that reality is an interpretation. And when you choose to interpret reality in that way, seeing all problems as an opportunity for growth, you will have many teachers around you and many opportunities to evolve. I changed my life. I changed my own life. The thing is, nothing externally changed. What changed was my mindset, my perspective. I used to have a scarcity mindset. I lived in the world 90% of people live in, a world where the ego is king, where we all perceive ourselves as victims of our circumstances, unable to choose our own feelings and perceptions of the world as if they were not our own choices but the absolute truth. And I'm here to tell you, that is not the truth. I decided to look at what I initially thought was the worst thing that had happened to me as a blessing in disguise, as a chance, an opportunity to learn, to grow, to heal every wound that I had and become a better person. My breakdown was my breakthrough because I chose to see it that way. I could have continued feeling like I was a victim. I could have continued feeling depressed because my ex broke my heart and I didn't have a job that I wanted. I didn't know what to do with my life. And that would have been a choice too. If you're in that place, if you feel depressed, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you feel this way. And if you're feeling this way because something terrible happened in your life, again, I'm sorry. Really, I am. But hear me out. You can choose. This is your choice. You can choose to get out of this mental fog you're allowing yourself to be in. I know it will not be easy. Trust me, I know. Okay, but you can do it. And I'm telling you this because I've been there. And I came out on the other side. And I'm telling you, the first step out is awareness. Remember our salad, our first ingredient in the manifesting salad is our leafy base awareness. When you become aware that the circumstances in your life don't define you or your life, 
when you become aware that they are not the absolute truth of you or your life, but an interpretation, a choice, you can then choose to interpret your life differently. You can choose to see your challenges as an opportunity of growth. You can choose to see anything as a stepping stone towards what you want to accomplish in life. The universe only has three answers for you. And I'm telling you this, I don't know where I read this, but it's been proven to be right in my life and everywhere I look, it's exactly right. The universe only has three answers for you. Yes, not yet, and no, because there's something better awaiting. So choose to see abundance in the closed door. The closed door can either mean this isn't for you or you're not ready for it yet. You might still have to go through countless other challenges before you reach your goals. But if you really want them, you will keep going. Your dream will be bigger than your fears. And you'll know that every challenge that comes your way is getting you ready for the future you. It is getting you ready for the person that you need to be in order to achieve those things. The problem isn't that your dream life is impossible. No matter where you're standing in life, no matter what your starting point is, the problem isn't that your dream life is impossible. The problem is you have decided that it is. You have decided that you wouldn't be able to make it anyway, so why try? Or You have decided that one failure means you're a failure. One no from one person means that it's going to be a no for you. So why carry on? Well, in the words of Barack Obama, some of the most successful people are the ones who've had the most failures. And he knows this really well. Barack Obama made his first run for the U.S. Congress in the year 2000, and he lost. J.K. Rowling's first manuscript of Harry Potter was turned down 12 times. 12. Michael Jordan was cut from the varsity basketball team during his sophomore year of high school. Steve Jobs was fired in 1985 from Apple, the company he had founded himself. Jamie Kern Lima, founder of It Cosmetics, was rejected by every single investor and retailer she approached for more than three years. She even got told her company would never be successful because women would never buy makeup from someone with her looks and her weight. Anna Wintour was fired from Harper's Bazaar after nine months of working as a junior fashion editor for being too edgy. Steven Spielberg was rejected from the University of Southern California School of Theater, Film, and Television three times. Oprah Winfrey was fired from her first job as a news reporter. I'm pretty sure I don't even have to let you know all of this, but let me tell you how these stories end. Barack Obama went from losing the run for Congress to becoming the first ever African-American president of the United States. J.K. Rowling went from getting rejected 12 times, seriously, 12 times, and being completely broke, to becoming the first ever billionaire author. Michael Jordan went from being cut from his high school's basketball team to becoming one of the best players in history. Steve Jobs went from being fired from Apple to becoming his CEO again and leading Apple to its huge success that it still has to this day. 
Jamie Kern Lima went from getting rejected for more than three years and getting told women wouldn't buy makeup from someone who looked like her to selling IT Cosmetics to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion, the biggest investment of the brand ever. And Jamie went on to be the first CEO of a L'Oreal brand in its more than 100 years history. Anna Wintour went from getting fired from Harper's Bazaar to being the editor of American Vogue and one of the biggest names in fashion today. Steven Spielberg went from getting rejected three times to becoming a pioneer of the modern blockbuster and the most commercially successful director in history. Oprah Winfrey went from getting fired as a reporter in her first job to, well, becoming Oprah. If you look at successful people's lives, you'll see that there's a common denominator. And that common denominator is nothing crazy, okay? It's not something reserved for a few, you know? This is something that you can do as well. It's not just for, you know, it's for those people. Well, those people are people too. Before they were Oprah and before they were Barack Obama, before they were Anna Wintour, they were normal people like you and I. And there's only one common denominator, one secret to their success. And it is this. They chose not to be defined by their failures. And instead, they let those failures be their greatest teachers. Imagine if J.K. Rowling had decided to stop pursuing the publishing of Harry Potter after hearing three no's or, or 10. She could have done that. It could have even been seen as reasonable. But she chose to keep going. One of the most inspiring people for me is Nelson Mandela. Some years ago, I read his autobiography, Long Walk to Freedom, and it was probably the most inspirational story I have ever read. Still to this day, he is the person that has inspired me most in life. He spent 27 years in prison for defending the rights of Black people and fighting against apartheid in South Africa. In all those years, though, he didn't give up. A lot of people would have chosen to assume that, I mean, okay, I'm in prison. It doesn't get any more failure than this. I accept defeat. But he didn't. He had a dream. He had a vision so strong in his heart that he utilized all those years of, I mean, quote unquote failure, not to become a victim, not to give up, but to educate himself more to teach himself and learn the language of his oppressor, to establish relationships with his oppressors, to learn from them, understand them. He was finally liberated from prison in 1990, and he kept fighting peacefully for equality. And in 1994, after three and a half centuries of apartheid and colonialism, Nelson Mandela became South Africa's first democratically elected president. And the Best part of the story is that he encouraged Black South Africans to forgive and to reject violent revenge as a possibility. Like, it was not a possibility. He inspired people to be better, to do better. There are countless stories like this, and trust me, all of them, all of them could have given up. All of them had the fears you have. Oprah has fears. Barack Obama has fears. They all have fears. They all have doubts. They have all failed, but they chose not to allow those things to dictate their lives. 
remember, you don't have to be fearless. You can feel the fear and choose to do it anyway. You're not alone in that. Michelle Obama, Jennifer Lopez, Lady Gaga, they, there are a lot of people and a lot of women who suffer from imposter syndrome. It is everything but uncommon. But they pushed through because their dreams were heavier than their fears. And trust me, so are yours. If it's really a dream that you have in your heart, fears don't matter. And you will fail, yes. But those failures will be the map that you use to get to where you want to go. They will be the stepping stones. Your breakdowns will be your breakthrough like it was mine. I also do want to say that success doesn't mean to be famous or to have money. It means whatever it means to you. I know a lot of successful people in my life. I think the most successful people in my life are people in my family who have their jobs and their families and they take care of themselves and the people around them and they are happy. They're genuinely happy and that to me is successful. We all have different aspirations, but whatever yours is, no matter how big or small, you can achieve it. You just have to keep pushing and you have to have an abundance mindset where everything that happens to you, you're going to use to grow yourself. So today, I urge you to choose a different perspective. I urge you to choose abundance as your perspective. If you look for abundance, I mean, that's what you'll find. You're already abundant. You might find abundance anywhere, in the love of your family, in the support of your friends, the love you have for yourself, the infinite possibilities that the future holds for you. Like instead of feeling scared of the unknown of the future, you can choose to see uncertainty as a huge array of possibilities for you. Anything can happen in the future. So instead of believing the worst can happen, focus on believing that the best can happen. You are a choice away from abundance. And I hope you've learned that from today. Wow, that was good. I hope that you found this useful. And I hope that, like I said, that you learned that abundance is a choice. Don't forget that. So once again, we've reached the end of the road here, at least for now. Check out the episode description for any resources I might have mentioned. If you liked it, please subscribe and leave us a review. Your support is key. Also, share this with whoever you think could benefit from what we've discussed and leave your feedback or suggestions on the Instagram DMs at Manifesting in a Loop. Make sure you follow us on there too for daily inspiring content and more. Thanks so, so, so much for listening. I'll see you very soon. And just remember, make your highest self proud and be kind. Bye.